With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning to you. Happy Memorial Day Monday. The unofficial beginning of summer is upon us. Hope you're having a great weekend with your family, with your friends. And today you take a second to pay respects to so many who have given the ultimate sacrifice so that we can cook meats with each other, go by a lake, go by a pool, go see your kid play sports on Memorial Day Monday. With Ryan Hollins, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. We have an Eastern Conference champion, a Western Conference champion. That's right. We have the NBA Finals, the Celtics and the Warriors. And I, and I want to get to, Ryan, the, the, the Darvin Ham hire. But I want to start by discussing the Celtics and what Ime Udoka has done, right? Because, like, look... Last hour, we were talking about your star player's coachability, right? If your star player decides he can be coached, your team will decide th- they can be coached. It's, it's what separates the Tim Duncans of the world, the Steph Currys of the world, etc. And I think it's really interesting, right? Like the Celtics, Brad Stevens is a great coach. But yeah. whether it was the Gordon Hayward acquisition or whatever had happened, it felt like those guys had stopped listening, right? Whereas Ime comes in, and I'm not sure they listened right away, but there's a there's an absolute difference in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum's buy-in. Some of it comes from having Al Horford, having Marcus Smart, whatever. But it does feel like the big difference is that they're they're listening to their coach. They're allowing themselves. Is that is that fair? What you've seen covering the league all year? Absolutely. As a former player, when you talk to a current player about, hey man, like. You're really good when you get in the stance and you're active. And it's the difference between winning and losing. That's going to hold more weight than a guy who's not a former player. There's just a certain language you could speak. Now, the problem sometimes with a former player is, you know, I don't want to say work ethic. I think that's really overblown. And you see a lot of former players putting in the work. But just being able to relate. And I think for myself, even in broadcasting, if it was coaching that I stepped into – your career doesn't matter. You can no longer have that ego. You can no longer have the edge. Right. And you're just speaking to these guys on what they could do to be great. I want to see you be great. And I think Ime Udoka has embodied that. And I think from playing against Ime Udoka, that was a mean dude on the floor. Yep. He defended. Yep. And he just did his job, dude. And he's had success up there in Brooklyn and even more now. So. There's just a level where you can you speak a different language, Doug. I I I would agree, uh, and also the ability, honestly, some of it's just the ability size wise to look a dude in the eye, right? It's like a <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a different thing. Um, I do think though that it, like if we're if we're fair, I think 
what they created with the team, right? Like bringing back Al Horford was huge. Um, and, and, you know, they re-signed Marcus Smart, and there were people that said, like, man, that's a lot of money for Marcus Smart. And when Marcus Smart, you know, kind of went off on, on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and the, the culture, what they've been doing, you know, nobody pushed back on Marcus Smart. Like, the whole thing has kind of worked together nicely. So you you got to give credit to Ainge, who drafted the, most of these dudes, to Brad, who kind of, you know, put most of this roster, obviously this roster together, and then the Eme for getting them all to buy in. Like, it all kind of worked together. Yes. And ultimately, though, it's they listen and respect Eme Yudoka, and that has had a significant impact on their level of, of success. Okay, so... Darvin Ham has a lot of Ime Udoka to him, right? Like a guy who was just a warrior in the league, a guy who, former player, but also he's been a grinders and assistant coach, just like Ime was a, was a grinders and assistant coach, right? Guys respect that. They respect the work ethic. But does that work with LeBron and Anthony Davis? I think it will. I think it will. And the more that I dug into the Darvin Ham hire, the more I liked it. Uh, for one... He coached in L.A. for two years. He knows the culture. Like L.A., they like to keep it in the family. They like to keep one of their guys. He had time as an assistant with the Lakers. He got a world championship as a player. That experience is valuable, whether you were the guy who hit the shot or just the guy who was in the locker room. That experience is valuable. And a world championship as a coach. And, might I add, we're going to have to put some respect on uh, Coach Budenholzer's name. Taylor Jenkins over there in Memphis is arguably, you can argue, Doug, the, the best up-and-coming coach in the league. He is creating culture. He's creating buy-in so much that when John Morant don't play, they don't have drop-off. <laughs> they don't have drop-off. And that's probably from Coach Budenholzer. you got to give respect to Taylor Jenkins. Just like, remember, with, with, with Popovich, we heard Antonio Daniels earlier, if you coach, those assistant coaches did not stay long under Popovich, and Budenholzer was one of them. Because they went out and got jobs, and I think Budenholzer looks to be doing the same thing. And I think there's a couple things that L.A. like to see. And, hey, man, LeBron don't want to defend. He looking nose to nose with Darvin Ham. Hey, man, you're going to have to take some of that bass out your voice, player. (laughs) You're going to have to take some of that bass out your voice. Darvin Ham is ripped, dude. Yeah, I, I, I guess the question is, though, that at this point in his career, you know, can can LeBron like uh, we're we're asking a lot for LeBron. I one I don't know if they can change the roster enough to where they can create a team that's good enough anyway. Because all of the coaching and the respect aside, like, look, dude, with that roster last year, they they, they weren't winning a championship. You're like that was yes. just it was just too flawed. Okay, so let, let's be honest and say they got to get the the roster right. But there's also the, you know, the reason that I, I, I never thought, I remember LeBron, when he was leaving Cleveland, there was like, well, maybe you'll go to San Antonio. Like, San Antonio's, Greg Popovich's first rule is you got to get over yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And, and LeBron's a great player, you know? He's, he, he's in anyone's discussion as the greatest player of, of all time. I don't think he is, but it's okay. I mean, it's a, it's a reasonable discussion to have considering the consistency of success over 19 to 20 years. Um, but he is not over himself. Like, let's not let's not kid ourselves. Le- LeBron has never been hasn't been over himself really ever, nor necessarily should he be. Um, and he's got every right considering his his success. I just I don't know if it sounds really good. And if you just had Anthony Davis, if Darvin Ham would be perfect because Anthony Davis needs to get in the type of shape and maintain the type of off season shape so his body doesn't break down. Uh, but I don't know if it, it's not too late for for LeBron. That's, I guess, my well, question. Okay, let me throw this to you. I'm going to mirror Memphis, and I'm going to give you a guy. Obviously, completely different places in their career. Right. Hats off to Taylor Jenkins. He realized John Morant is not over himself. <laughs> John Morant, definitely not over himself. But there's a culture there created that, John, if you feel like playing, we'd love to have you. But we got guys that move the ball, play together, defend, and make tough plays. Yeah. So whether you're in the lineup or not, we're not going to miss a beat. So much so that when fans started to tweet at John Morant when the team went on a run with him out of the lineup, he got in his feels. So to answer your question, 
if if Darvin Ham can say, you know, AD, Brown Westbrook, you, you guys be the best versions of yourself. I'm going to let you do your deal. But the culture that I'm going to instill, the guys that are going to defend, hit open shots, and, and, and you know, help what's going on, support you, and hopefully there's some help with the with the roster. It's it's not it's it's the mid level, it's the injuries, and then it's the fill in guys. Like like all right, like there's good fill in guys uh, in Memphis. That's what the Lakers need. They have good fill in guys. You can buy time for LeBron to Westbrook or Anthony Davis to kind of be themselves. And obviously health is a big thing with Anthony Davis. But I think to answer your question, it's not necessarily about LeBron. You're going to get 28. Eight and eight, or even if it goes, that number goes down, Doug, to 25, 5 and 5 for LeBron James moving forward. And they win, and it's a, the rest of the guys are doing their job and diving on the floor and, and just getting physical and doing a lot of stuff. You think about Memphis, you think about Milwaukee, that's how they play. That's the buy in that you need. LeBron does well when his role players are just dogs, okay? And they buy in, and that's what you didn't see. Ryan Hollins, Doug Gottlieb, and for Dan, the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, I want to get to this. Uh, we'll, we'll circle back to last night's Eastern Conference, Game 7. Um, uh, it's with my, my son's like, you mean the semifinals? Like, no, it's Eastern Conference Finals. He's like, the semifinals. Anyway, we'll get, we'll get to that uh, upcoming. I, I did want to play you the sound because I promised you I would. Now, have you seen the GIF in question now? No, 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 I haven't. Jason, did he send it? Let me check my phone. Well, you know, I didn't send it to you. I can send it to you. No, I thought Jason, no, I thought I thought Jason would, would, good would show stuff. it to you. No, yeah. no, don't forgive me. He probably did. Jason doesn't uh, miss a beat. Uh, uh, I'll send it to you if you okay. don't. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it, it's, it's, it's three people, okay, it's three people um, throwing what looks like some sort of, it's like a soft kettlebell, like a gigantic like kettlebell. There's two men and a woman, and it's a pretty popular gif. And they kind of do the kettlebell like toss, like kind of tossing it over their heads. She tosses it up in the air, and it comes down and nearly chokes her. Like honestly, like I'm glad if it's a gift, she must be okay. But it could have been really, really bad. And whereas the other two guys, they kind of throw it over their head, right? So it's and what apparently Jock Peterson did was put it on a group chat. So if you missed it, Jock Peterson, Tommy Pham, get into it. It's during batting practice. You know, nobody's there, but somebody had a cell phone. And here's Jock Peterson describing the incident. No, there was no real argument. He kind of came up and said, like, I don't know, you remember from last year? And I was like, fantasy football? And he's like, yeah. I, and yeah. Where did he slap him? <laughs> I mean, like, in the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the cheek. What did you do? Nothing. There was a decent amount of people around, and I uh, didn't get emotional, and don't think uh, violence is the answer, I guess you could say. So I kind of left the situation, and uh, some other players were out there, and it, like, when bench is clear, but it was batting practice, and uh, there, there was nothing more to it. Like I said, it was an unfortunate situation for over a fantasy football league rule or wasn't a rule and so yeah uh here's here's peterson talking about the gif in question i know what he said and either it's true there are there was a lot of money involved in it i did send a gif in the group chat that was making fun of the padres in the group chat there was also some there was more than one padre there was maybe four or five that uh i'm kind of close with a couple of them and it was supposed to be a friendly thing just making fun of they were playing bad and just talking back and forth and uh yeah i mean he did not like that and responded jock i don't know you well enough to make any jokes like this and uh yeah so then i wrote back was meant to be all fun and games no hard feelings sorry if you took it that way and then about two weeks later after like week four or five uh he ended up leaving the league and uh, there's been no communication since but like i said it it is true i did send a uh a gif making fun of the padres and uh if i hurt anyone's feelings i apologize for that Okay, so now that you've now you've heard all the back and forth, right? And and just again for reference in regards to the Padres last year, um, at one point in time, I think they were forty nine and thirty three. They were even fifty nine and forty three. So seventeen games above five hundred, past the midway point. Okay, they were sixty three and forty. 
seven at one point as well. So even there, you're 16 games above 500 with 110 games played. Okay? They finished the year 79 and 83. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and they had, obviously they had massive injuries to their pitching staff and Tatis was in and out of the lineup as we wasn't, you know, I think he only played like 110 games or something like that. But the point is like the the a part of it was the Padres were talking all this ish about how good they were, and they were really good. Then they had injuries, and their season completely collapsed. Coincided with fantasy, a uh, fantasy football, and then a a gif. Like I'll just tell you, Ryan, I think Tommy Pham sounds like a guy who's way too sensitive. Like that's to me. Like why are you so sensitive about this? Like guy owns you in fantasy football, and your team collapsed last year. Like it sucks when somebody talks trash to you. But the guy also, like, you took it too sensitive, and he apologized, and that was it. I, I, I'm on Team Jock Peterson. Where are you? No, 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 no. So, what? for one, yeah, no one should be slapping anybody. That's why, When I say locker room code, if we kind of have our deal and it's behind you just, wait, you just said last hour, you said, hey, next time I see you, I'm going to smack you. Like, you just said that's guy code. You yeah, said that, he, That's what I'm kind of saying. I'm, I'm still okay. sticking with I'm saying, like... If you guys have the respect in the locker room to kind of handle your stuff playground style and no one's going to get overly sensitive, which I, I played 10 years in the league, that's kind of common, and you don't do this in front of media, you don't go out, you know, snitching, we're going to keep it amongst us, I, I think that's, that's kind of fine if everyone's in agreement. But he went out and smacked him in front of media, which meant that's just silly, okay? Because it doesn't even look like Jock wants to talk about what happened. But let me correct you, Doug. It wasn't just fantasy football. Jock Peterson said there was a lot of there was a lot of money involved, and, and and Fam lost a lot of money, by the way, by missing these three games. A lot more money than he would have lost in fantasy football. But Jock Peterson was stashing players in a dynasty league on IR, which means that we're playing for money, and you're pretty much cheating. And it may not be the edge for him to win, but it could be because in fantasy, in dynasty, every single player matters. So there's an element where if a guy can't play you got to put him back in the pool once he's healthy. And Jock Peterson did some underhanded stuff. So should it be slapped? Technically, no. But you guys are going by guy code, locker room code, and you're keeping it within the fam? That's for those two guys to handle behind closed doors. And you don't like to see it get out. I'm going to tell you, I've seen a lot of teammates slapped. I've seen a lot of fights. I've seen a lot of arguments. I've seen guys cheating in the, in the, in the card game, Doug. Yeah. Seen guys cheating in the card game. And it gets handled behind closed doors. And it's just kind of like a, a, a cold thing that's between those two guys. Let them figure it out, you know. But this went too far doing it in the public is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I just I, – I also think like we, we got in this weird space where guys I, – I, I don't know. Like if, if, if it really bothered you to the point where you wanted to smack him, then instead of removing yourself from the group chat or there should have been some and you you obviously had his number like you tweet him like next time i see you it's like to have it like boil inside you that bad and i guess part of it is jock probably said something when he walked by there's there's a little bit of the the tim anderson thing from last week where um josh donaldson you know called him jackie robinson because tim anderson called himself the next jackie robinson right and when guys are already hot then all of a sudden you say something, it kind of lights that fire inside them and they lose their collective mind. It felt like there's a similarity there in guys losing their mind. And and any of us, when you're in a I'll, – I'll give you an example. I'm driving out yesterday to take my daughter to this horse show. And she asked me what time we get there, and I told her 1030. And it said on my on my GPS, it said 1038. And she's like, I'll bet you can make it there by 1030. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, like I trimmed 10 <laughs> minutes, trimmed 10 minutes. And then she's like, I'll bet you can trim five more. And I was like, all right. And I was in the fast lane, but there's somebody going slow. So I kind of whipped around and I passed this person. And right when I do, she's like, but you should watch. I've been on this road all week and there's cops. And right then I got lit up. <laughs> right then I got lit up. And. So I get pulled over. The, the cop is, I mean, obviously, end of the month, you're, there's no warning. They're, they're going to try and hit their quota. And he was nice, and he was actually quick. Usually they take forever. 
here's your ticket. And, you know, like she's Snapchatting to her friends that it's how funny it is that I, she just, she's about to get her license that I got pulled over. And for about 15 seconds there, I was, <laughs> I turned around, I was like, do not say anything to me right now. I need a second to catch my breath because I am hot. Right? <laughs> so I get we've all been to that spot. The issue with Tommy Pham is, like, dude, this is like months ago. Here's Tommy Pham reacting to getting suspended. How much contact have you had with Josh? As I said, from the fantasy football group chat that was the last time. I don't, I don't talk to him. This was strictly just about, you know, some money. Or winning some money. And, Will you or can you appeal? Uh, sounds like if I appeal, it might only get worse. <laughs> Does that include last night? Yes. So today, tomorrow, basically the series? The series, yeah. It's kind of like they don't want me to play this series. <laughs> well, there, there, there you go. So it was over, for him, it was over money. It, it was over money. Yeah. It, Doug, it's, it's, it's guy code, man. You, you've been in locker rooms. It happens. Is it ethical? Is it normal? There's a lot of testosterone. I always, you know, when my wife asks, I, I compare it and I say, I'm in a room with a bunch of elementary kids. The arguments that you hear over shoes, over where do I sit on the bus, over who's better looking, over the most juvenile things, the fights that happen, that's what happens in in the locker room. But you keep it in the locker room. So I understand it. Keep it within us, within the guys, okay? But this spilled out. And... Obviously, Fam is one of those guys that, that you know, and, and Doug, I'm sure you probably heard some teammates say this. A guy say this. The next, he he's no lip service. Hey, hey, next time I see you, I'm slapping you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no no question. Uh, no, no question, but uh, he did not say that. So, but it, I, I, you know, look, you get in the guy's money and the entire. Everything changed. That's honestly why I was mad. Like, I wasn't mad that I got, like, pulled over. I was mad because I'm like, damn, a speeding ticket's like 400 bucks, right? If I do I get, if I do traffic school, then I got to pay for that. Like, then if it goes in your record, then all of a sudden your points and insurance, like, yeah, you start, we, I, I, that's my money. I'd so be I, 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 do, I do understand that one. So your, your ego got involved and you got caught It wasn't up. my ego. It was my finances. That's no, not ego. No, that's to, reality. To start, your ego trying to trim time, and you knew better than to hop out the lane. And as soon as I you did. hopped out the lane, I did. you go, oh, gosh, got me. I had a buddy one time similar. to hey, man, just bust a Yui right here. There's no one around. Guess what? There's someone around. <laughs> okay? Yep. So, yeah, your ego got involved. You want to do it. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to show off a little bit. Hey, Jock knew he broke guy code. But he can't deny that he got slapped in front of everybody. So he's got it. Yeah, I got slapped. He's not saying, you know, this guy shouldn't be playing. He's. I, I don't. I don't. By the way, I don't think it's the heroic. Like violence is not the answer. Like, dude, you you did nothing. You just stood there. I don't know. You knew he was wrong. That that actually does help your point a little more. <laughs> the fact that he didn't swing back and no. knew that he was wrong, or that Tommy Fam would have would have whooped him. That that might also be. <laughs> that also might have been been an issue. All right, coming coming up next, right, we're gonna gonna turn to the National Football League. You have some of these star quarterbacks. One that got his money, no showed the OTAs. Two others that want their money, no shows at OTAs. When should you and should you not be there and be held accountable for it? Charles Davis will join us next in the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Happy Moral Day. Thank you so much for joining us on Memorial Day as you relax, enjoy yourself. Make sure you take that time to reflect to the men and women who paid the ultimate sacrifice. It's like, oh yeah, this, there's a reason we have today off, or most people have today off. Um, Ryan Holland's alongside. Ryan, let, let's talk some NFL. Look, Charles Davis joins us. Of course, he played it. He broadcast it. He's one of the finer men covering the National Football League. And, Charles, it's interesting. You know, we have several quarterbacks who chose to not participate in OTAs. Let's start with the guy we think is the highest paid, which is Aaron Rodgers. You know, look, he's been doing it forever. It's not a new offense, but he does have new wide receivers. What are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers not at OTAs after getting all that money in the offseason? Yeah, hey, guys, it's good to talk with you. And I like what you said about Memorial Day and, I think, unfortunately, that extends now to Buffalo, Laguna Hills, and and Uvalde, Texas, as well, in 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 a different in a different ter- different tone, but still remembrance out for everyone and, and Memorial Day, remembering those who gave the ultimate sacrifice for all the rest of us. But look, Aaron Rodgers, I think a case could be made. It'd be nice for him to be there. 
you know, and, and the reason being young receivers, new new people, et cetera, et cetera. But the truth of the matter is, for him, not being there has not been a deterrent, has not been an issue. The guy's gone back-to-back MVPs, the whole deal. I have a feeling that he'll find a way to get with these young receivers in, in, in the space between now and training camp and start to work through some things, and it'll be up to those receivers to get on board with him as fast as possible. Look, if, if it's me, and it's real simple at 57 years old with some sense of wisdom, I'm getting in touch with Aaron as fast as I can and asking him, what do you want from me? <laughs> when can I Velcro myself to you? Because in 2018, you guys remember, the Packers drafted three receivers that year. And none of them are with the team now. And you remember that was the year Aaron talked about young receivers not coming along fast enough, not doing things necessary, et cetera. I wouldn't want to be Christian Watson and the rest of those guys and make those same mistakes because the potential's there for them to be good and, and to be good early. Charles, Charles, first off, man, big fan. You've had a huge uh, impact on my broadcasting career. Uh, definitely listened to a lot of your work. Um, I got a call out, man. I'm, I'm a 49er fan. We got some decisions to make, man. What's going on with yeah. Jimmy G? Is it Trey Lance time? Uh, Debo Samuel, is he out? Is he like, how nervous are we? Like, that's a big part. He's kind of everything for us, and he doesn't want to be everything, which is actually the smart move. What calls do you think San Francisco may, makes, or can you bring light to kind of the, the dilemmas going on there for the front office? Well, first of all, thank you for your kind words. I'm extremely humbled by them, and congratulations on your career. Everything you've done, you've done at a super high level, and you will continue to do so. So uh, continue to watch and listen and learn from you as well. Look, with San Francisco, they're, they're, the big thing is we know it's going to be Trey Lance. Figuring out what to do with Garoppolo and how that breaks down, that'll be interesting to see what, what comes to, comes to pass. But Trey Lance is doing everything the right way, being the, the you know out front, being the guy, trying to trying to assume that not just leadership role, but prove to his team he is ready to play. Because when you're on, the, on a team that went to an NFC Championship game, you don't expect to take a step back, right? You don't expect it. Okay, we got a new new quarterback. Okay, guess what? That means we're going to go ahead and, and concede that the next two years we have to build. Remember, Alex Smith was a a. a playoff quarterback for Kansas City when they decided to let him go and move on with Patrick Mahomes. Never did Kansas City think about taking a step back, and in fact, they've obviously advanced it did well. San Francisco hoping for the same thing. Charles, I'm sorry to interrupt. San Francisco did yeah. the same thing with Kaepernick as opposed to Alex Smith, right? Same yeah. same thing yeah. happened. Like let's, People forget Alex, Alex Smith, a game before he was replaced, it was because of the injury, Kaepernick got 19. a spot. He, he had a perfect game on Monday Night Football, I think, against – no, he had a perfect quarterback rating against the Arizona Cardinals. 158.3. Right. Then the next game he gets concussed. Kaepernick comes in and they're like and, – and Alex Smith had gotten to the NFC Championship game the year before, and it wasn't his yep. fault they lost, right? But, and they made the move. Yes. It's a great point. It's a great point, Doug. Don't forget, Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl with the Rams. Yeah. And they decided they needed to get better. They bring in Stafford. That pays off. They end up getting the Super Bowl. So it's a gamble when you go from a winning hand, but you you have to feel and have to have conviction that, that moving on from that means that you can get better in the future. That's what it has to do. Real quick on Debo Samuel, I understand if what I'm hearing that the camp's saying, hey, everything that he does is not for longevity. But I will say this. Everything that he does made him an all-pro. Mm. See, that's that's the thing you to take into account. Look, when I talk with people who vote for the all-pro team, he didn't get in as an all-pro receiver first team last year simply because he caught passes. Mm. It was everything he brought to the table and everything he put out there in terms of the run game, in terms of the jet sweeps, in terms of all the other things that you can do with him. That's one other thing to keep in consideration. I get it. But I will say this: that complete package is essentially what got Traylon Burks pumped, you know, into the first round, and why he's such a valuable addition with, with Tennessee. I know everyone wants to compare Traylon Burks to AJ Brown, and I get it; that makes sense. Go back and watch his tape at Arkansas, and tell me you don't see a ton of what Debo Samuel does with San Francisco right now. Okay, so, so that's I hear, what I'm I, with them. I think here's the here's the big question, right? This, this is it's like the Lamar Jackson question. Like Lamar Jackson's awesome. Hey, okay. he's not Aaron Rodgers. I don't, I don't believe he's he's that guy. Now you can win right. a ton of football games, but one reason he's been able to win a ton of games is 
they've one built the system around him, and two because he's making rookie money, right? They built they had a great yeah. defense as well. They 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 spread their spread their uh, resources elsewhere. So like for Baltimore, like you want to give Lamar Jackson a new contract. On the other hand, you got to balance it with if he's going to he's always going to play this way, some form of it. So there's a likelihood of one injury and two a possible ceiling, especially if you can't fund the rest of the team around him. It relates to Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel's awesome, right? He's a great football player. But what is? How do you associate value with what he does and a potential that the longevity's not there? And him understanding that, look, we're going to pay you money, but we're paying you money because of everything, not because, like you said, as a wide receiver, like there's a lot to it, and really it comes down to like what's the value for what you bring. If you know, and and how do we how do we make that all work? Is is that a fair way of it's looking? A very, at it? fa- very, very fair, Doug. And and how does how does San Francisco artfully say to him, things don't run the same way, and maybe your value's different if all you want to do is be out out to, out towards towards the numbers, and we throw you the football. If, if you no longer were doing jet sweeps, if we're no longer adding you to the running game, if we're no longer using you as that decoy on certain things so we can get other people going because of all the places we can use you, that that's going to be that's going to be the question for him to absorb. Because I do think there is a big part of how they run offense and the ball being in his hands that's made him who he is today. Is he the same guy? If all he is doing, when I say all, I think you guys know what I'm saying. Yeah, if yep. he becomes Devontae Adams or if he becomes, you know, pick, pick your top receiver out there who's not a big part of the run game. Sure. That's that's where, the, that's where the difference is, and that's something that has to be examined by both sides. But I know if I'm San Francisco, I operate a heck of a lot better if Debo's doing everything. Sure. And a lot of people around the league are trying to find their own version of Debo Samuel. Charles, do you think it's a it's more so seeing Tyreek Hill get his big payday, getting out of Kansas City, which I, I don't know if a lot of us saw coming, surprise me, definitely that's a team to look out for, and saying, if you guarantee me enough money, I'll do it. Is it the, is it the money now? The money's always always part of it. You know that, Ryan. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, getting yeah. around that. It's the thing that we were taught young. When someone says it's not about the money, it's always it's about always the about the money. <laughs> it's always about the money. But it also is a part about the prestige because we saw a number of these receivers start to move. And here's the other part. I think receivers better start figuring out around the league. They're not running backs and totally disposable. But I don't know as many teams are going to make the same decisions about keeping a receiver. Because guess what, guys? Between now and the time that they close the lid on my coffin, the way the game's played now, every year, you know what we're going to say for the draft? It's a really deep receiver year. (laughs) And because of that, that's why Kansas City said, you know something, we love Tyreek, but we're going to go to a certain number if he doesn't want that. If someone's willing to make the deal, we'll make the deal because I'll go draft a few more guys, develop some more guys. Patrick Mahomes will do that for me. You know, I wasn't as bullish on that with San Francisco because of the way they use Debo. Yeah, but just look around. Devontae yeah. Adams in Green Bay. They said, "Hey, here's the number. You don't want the number? Guess what? We'll go to uh, Tennessee. AJ Brown, who played what fifty something percent of the plays last year, guys. They're like, look, <laughs> here's the number. Oh, Philadelphia, give us more. Done. And then they drafted his clone. It was it was an amazing <laughs> deal on, on draft day. Hey, look, I mean, and look, Houston obviously hasn't been good, but they, they did it with DeAndre Hopkins. New Hopkins wanted a new deal, and that, that's and that that's one reason they 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 parted away. Uh, Minnesota did that, right? Mi- yeah. Minnesota had Stephon Stephon Diggs. Diggs, and they went out and got the rookie of the year. So in 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 the draft, making you know far less money. Obviously, you got to you got to replace him with with the dude. It is interesting what you're pointing out. Like this is like when we were kids, right? The best athlete yeah. played running back. Yeah. Okay. Now the best athletes play two positions: quarterback or wide receiver. Right? <laughs> they, they just do. Like it's it's completely changed. And then, like I will tell you, you know, like kids now, one they they all play flag football, and parents yeah. have gotten smarter. Parents know, like, hey, my kid is going to be six one to six three, six four. Like hoops is hard. Man, there's a a million. That's hard. But, but if I but if I put a helmet, and shoulder pads on him now. And that—that's the there's that's we're we're building up a depth of that level of athlete there to where I agree with you. There's going to be always more coming down the pipeline. You know, you know what they're saying in AAU basketball to some of these 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 great basketball players with football bodies. Yeah, 
who may not be that superstar basketball player, yeah. son, do you want to drive a Hyundai or do you want to drive a Mercedes? <laughs> <laughs> if I put pads on you, you're driving a Mercedes. And that's what you're getting to, to your point, Doug. Look, let's take it back to when we were kids very quickly. There weren't quarterbacks coming out of the state of Texas. There, there, it was a running back state. Right. Mm. Well, Daryl Royal, they, right? Three, only three things happen when you throw the ball, and two of them are bad, right? That two was of the, them are the, bad. The, yeah. The only, t- the only time you saw the ball in the air from a quarterback then was on a pitch. Yeah. Now, <laughs> it's all pitchers and catchers coming from the state of Texas. Who would have thought it? We're playing seven-on-seven seven like crazy. Kids are getting offers to school. Ryan, you'll love this one. I do another show where I talk about high school high school kids. I did one about three weeks ago where I had to do a little read on it, what have you. It'll come up later on. This kid has not played a down of varsity football at his school. He will be a sophomore, but showed out big time at a big time camp and had four offers when he left the camp with no film on him and played the game. That's insane. (laughs) That's where we are. I coach a kid who's 13. He's considered the best wide receiver in the Western United States. His dad was a hooper. And I've, I've watched him play, and he plays for a team called the OC Buckeyes. This is, like, the best program in Orange County, and he's amazing. Like, he's, he's like, I don't really know what a pro wide receiver looks like, but that's that's probably it. Hey, uh, Charles, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your, your thoughts on Memorial Day as well, and uh, have, a, have a great day off. Hey, thanks a lot. You guys take care of yourselves. Continued success to you both, and hopefully we'll cross paths in the near future. For no, no doubt. That's Charles Davis joining us. Here on uh, on the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio with Ryan Hollins, I'm Doug Gottlieb. Coming up next, Giants manager Gabe Kapler announced right before Memorial Day weekend that he would not come out for the national anthem until he was more comfortable with the direction of our country. But it looks like today will be an exception. Right now, getting that discussion upcoming next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. 
Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. See their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Doug Gottlieb, Brian Hollins in for Dan the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Ryan Hollins and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan the Danettes here on the Dan Patrick Show. Um, a- after uh, the horrific shooting in Uvalde, Texas, Gabe Kapler, of course the manager of the San Francisco Giants, um, said that he wouldn't come out for the national anthem as a form of protest for the, over the direction of the country and said he wasn't going to come out for the national anthem unless he felt like you know the direction of the country. didn't like the direction of the country. So um, he said in regards to today's game, I'm very comfortable taking it day by day. I think I'll just decide what makes the most sense in the moment. Memorial Day is an important day in our country's history and a special day and a unique day. I find it's one that deserves special attention. He actually has a blog as well that he posts. He said, every time I place my hand over my heart and remove my hat, I'm participating in the self-congratulatory glorification of the only country where mass shootings take place. So uh, it it feels like feels like Gabe Kapler, obviously, like all of us, is sick to his stomach and really just sickened, really, over what's happened with these mass shootings. His former protest is not coming out for the national anthem. But today might be different because Memorial Day is different. Right. What, what do you think of that former protest? I think he has a choice as long as he's respectful to do what he wants to do. And I'm disappointed that he's not being supported in this move. Um, you know, I said this, you, you know, it's funny. I'll say this in so many words. Um, I went on first take a while ago, the other network. Yes, sir. And um, I said that in the NBA, we were going through the issues that you saw in the NFL at the time. There's a lot circling over Kaepernick. The league would support its players. And it was a bold statement by me. And uh, I'll share this. I kind of got some calls about it. But with all due respect, a lot was going on in the bubble. And what did the NBA do? NBA supported its players. And didn't just scream at them or, or, you know, the the coaches also took part and said, you're going to do it this way or the highway. They said, well, what's your issue? How can we work together? So I think in this situation, I think baseball is dropping the ball. And they need to get on the same page and see what's going on here and how can we keep a respectful mindset. I've had, Doug, I'm sure you had it too. I had several teammates that National Anthem would go on, go sprinting to the back, go running to the back. They would never stay out for it. That was their own personal choice. I believe everyone has it. As long as you're not demonstrative, you're not yelling or screaming or being disrespectful, I think each his own should have a personal choice of what they they choose to to do. I'm not going to judge anyone. And he didn't say this is going to happen forever. He just said he's, he's really sick of what he's seeing and you know, he wants to kind of do his part. I think everyone has it right there. Like I said, the key, as long as you're not demonstrative. Uh, well, it's just, it feels like a longer discussion than we're going to have time for. I, I like, look, I think not standing up and kneeling for the national anthem is disrespectful. Now, it's intentionally disrespectful, okay, but it's disrespectful, right? The, the reason that you remove your cap, the reason that you stand up, okay, is for it. I actually completely agree with the idea of, hey, I can protest. But Memorial Day is not the day. Like, I would say that the two days you don't do it, and maybe even the third day is the 4th of July, right, in baseball, and the other one would be 9-11. So like you, don't, said this you, don't mind, you don't mind the protest. You're saying just not today. Understand what you're protesting. Uh, because, because the, the, like, look, the flag represents different things to different people. Mm-hmm. I, I, I understand. Okay, but on, like 9-11, for example, like when 
Kaepernick was was protesting and others have protested. Like, I I, I think it is disrespectful. It was brought to and there and there's now there's flaws to the Kaepernick thing, and we can we, we should definitely get into it. Okay, which is really the challenge to Gabe Kapler, which is like, all right, well, what do you want to see, and what else are you doing? Because you've brought attention to it. Mm-hmm. We all know it's a problem. Do you have anything to offer in terms of how we can be a part of change? Like, what is that? That that's I think the question that still lingers with Kaepernick. We knew he's mad about. But there wasn't any offering of, of change. And then also he yeah. kind of disappeared and didn't take ownership visibly of a movement he clearly started or was a part of. But for, for Gabe Kapler, I, I agree with this one. Like, look, the flag means something different on Memorial Day because it is definitely tied to, to the military today. Baseball also much more kind of Americana. Fourth of July, Independence Day, and then 9-11. Like, you don't, you don't do anything disrespectful on 9-11. You don't leave... Because that flag represents something different on that day. Uh, that, that would be the ones that I would say, even if you're protesting and you feel like that's the form of protest, I think those three days, I, I, I don't think you protest. I mean, I could even do you know MLK Day as well, right? Because MLK's peaceful protest in the civil rights movement, like that's what's represented in, in his birthday being like, we live in the only country that has, we went through this and- and we were able to have change because of the country. So I think those are the days. I think there are, there are certain days in which the flag means something different. And I think today is one of those days. Yeah. No, no, I, I understand that, Doug. I, I respect that because I think what ended up happening with, with Kaepernick is um, it was mixed up in, whoa, 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 my, you know, my, my, my uncle, my grandfather died for this country. And you're yes. disrespecting them. I do understand that. And that's where a lot of people bit back. Yeah, but I but I th- I thought that actually added to his protest. I just there wasn't a next step to it. And there's a lot to get into. We'll try and get into next hour plus how the Celtics got to the NBA Finals. What does it say about Jimmy Butler? What does it say about Jason Tatum? We'll get to that upcoming next. On the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.